What's up? This is Tell It Like It Is Podcast. And I'm your host, Big Egg, a.k.a. Big Custodian. Yes, 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 yes. Got a, for the first preseason game, I have some players I highlighted. I'm not going to be able to get to them all tonight because I do want to get into that uh, discussion that was brought to me and asked, why don't Washington go after Deshaun Watson? Well, I'll get to that later. But first, I want to get with the first preseason game. If you coach Ron Rivera and you that coaching staff, you Marty and Martin, the GMs, you got to be feeling pretty damn good. And here's why. Let me let me start with a running back, Jared Patterson. I'm telling you. You can play the numbers. You don't have to keep a certain number of positions. You can do add by subtraction, but that running back room is pretty damn good. You got Peyton Barber as a short yard. He's J.D. McKissick as a receiving back. Well, now, from what I've seen, look like all four can catch. Antonio Gibson is your feature back, home run back. Jared Patterson could be that next feature back, home run hitter, or at least spell Antonio Gibson. This is why. I want to hit on. If you go with four running backs, you're in great shape. And here's why. Let me go with Jared Patterson. You know, this guy had the eyes stacked against him. He don't care. He's just out playing, trying to prove. You know how he got on his opportunity. I'm going to tell you. He's from the Maryland area. Went to high school with Chase Young, best friends. Chase Young advocated, advocated, advocated for them to get this young man. And I think it's going to be huge. I'm rooting on him to make the team. I'm not going to put it over the threshold yet because I'm sure he realized and they realize he still got a mountain to climb. But if you Rob Rivera, this is one player you will shouldn't cut. And now I'm going to dive into it and tell you why. You put a running back like him that can probably take it 30, 40 times a game, not saying he will, but he could. Okay. How much better will Antonio Gibson be with breather? You don't just need a short yardage back. You need a back that can do it all or the potential that could do it all, which I think this young man, Jared Patterson, can run between the tackles. He can balance it outside. He's got great vision. He got great balance. And I mentioned a while ago on other episodes, I think this kid reminds me of Joe Morris. If you lived in the 80s like I did, grew up watching football back then, Joe Morris is low center, bouncy, bouncy vision. I'm telling you, I think they got something in Jared Patterson. I feel like you keep four uh, running backs. I think they got something in this kid. 
I'm telling you, you can split carries. You you got an unselfish football team. You split carries and you get big plays, you sustain drives. I believe, or at least I'm rooting on Jared Patterson to make this team on that 53-man roster. Now, I want to dive into a receiver from North Carolina that was damn impressive too. And that is De'Ami Brown. They say he was uh, a one-trick pony. And I'll say, up your ass. Ha <laughs> ha! Tell it like it is. Podcast. De'Ami Brown is going to get better, my friends, on route running if that's what everybody's worried about. What I've seen is underneath hands with speed. Okay, I know he'll beat you vertical. If they say that's all he did in North Carolina, okay, who am I to argue? But I want to argue just for the sake of arguing. I think you full of it. And I'm glad whoever passed up on him believed what everybody else said. Yeah, he can beat you deep. We get that. But I think he's going to develop great route running. I think you're going to see him in open space with a safety or a third corner and just going to blow the wheels off of him. Is that a one-trick pony? That seems like a two-trick pony to me. I think De'Ami Brown, when Curtis Samuel get back, I think they got third option, Cam Sims. And I do like a kid, DeAndre Carter. Now, I want people to keep their eyes on him. I think Steven Sims is going to be the odd man out of there. I think Calvin Harvin may be the, uh, on the practice squad, but I think they released Steven Sims. You could, uh, you could put him on the practice squad. But this is where I think they're going to subtract from the Keith Patterson. And if you have to make that tough choice, three running backs, it's, to me, honestly, it's a no-brainer. I mean, it's Antonio Gibson, obviously, J.D. McKissick, and Jared Patterson. I'm telling you, Patterson can spell, he can catch, he can run, he can – I mean, the kid is pretty powerful. People want to knock because his size. Okay, well, keep keep knocking like that. Back to De'Ami Brown. This kid can flat out run, speed, and catch. Washington's got something. They got something brewing in Washington. Putting it all together, yeah, I'm sure that's one thing. But I'm telling you, I think they got something brewing with some of them. And I ain't even dove into the tight ends yet. Bates and Reyes. Reyes is very interesting. International player, played basketball, first year football. And I'll tell you what, he's powerful. They try to bring him down and the defender for New England got hurt. Sorry he got hurt, forgot his name, but oh well. Tell it like it is, podcast. 
Reyes is big, powerful, tight end. I was talking to Randy Martin Jr. about Hemingway. That name ain't gone nowhere yet. But if you're going to keep three tight ends, I'm telling you, my story changed a little bit. I'm thinking it's uh, Bates and Reyes fighting for that number two spot behind Logan Thomas, I think. Hemingway might get a different title because he can play special teams. Bates made some nice plays, big target. I mean, you look at these tight ends, just huge targets for Fitzpatrick. So, I touched on the tight end, the running back, and De'Ami Brown, the wide receiver. De'Andre Carter, I'm telling you, if you're going to compare them, that could be the next Ted Ginn Jr. This kid got absolutely speed. And he's going to play well on them returns. That's why I'm thinking Steven Sims might be the odd man out from Kansas. He oops too many last year. I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't, I mean, I'll be shocked. If he's on the roster uh, week one. Now, don't get me wrong. I ain't rooting for nobody to get cut, but we know it's the nature of it. And DeAndre Carter stepping up huge. You give him a punt or a kick return or some screens and he's over field, he's gone. He can't flat out fly. So I'm going to flip a little bit. On the negative, Dustin Hopkins is going to be an issue for Washington. It's time to look for another kicker. It really is. This guy is going to cost them some games by three points, two points, missed field goals. I don't believe in it, but. Hopefully he gets it turned around. Rivera believes in it. I'm here in Kansas City doing my podcast. They with the man. But I'm saying it's time to open your eyes and look for another kicker. Bring in one of these undrafted rookies, young guys with oomph in their legs and can and can just travel the ball. I mean, travel it. Chisholm, I thought he did well. Taking the place of Nick Sandberg, Washington's 18-year vet, long snapper. That's not easy to do, people. And I think he filled in admirably. I think he did well. And he will get better because of timing. And he got Tress Wade, one of the better punters in the NFL that will work with him. But Dustin Hopkins, that's my concern. That is my concern. You're going to have to look at place kickers, field goal kickers. You just have to. And I believe they will. I believe Rivera and them will. Now, will that light a fire or what? Who knows? Will that lead to Dustin Hopkins being out on the market? Who knows? But all I'm saying, you can't just go in at week one with him. The dude is a liability. As a kicker.
All right. But as I mentioned, I got more players I want to dive into Sunday. And but I'm gonna end this closing thought. Oh, someone had asked me about Deshaun Watson. I'm not, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't, I don't know, but what I'm gonna tell you is. I think it'll be a good move not to bring him to Washington, and here's why. I want the world to think about this. Please think. Everybody's looking at on the field. Didn't Washington just have a big scandal brought against him? True or not? False? For real? Whatever. But it was uh, a cloud hanging over I don't think Ron Rivera is even going to entertain the thought after everything's being accused on Watson. Now, I know we live in the system. You're innocent till you're proven guilty. Or are you guilty till you prove innocent? Whatever. Innocent, proven guilty. My bad. Got words a little twisted. But here's the thing. Whether you're innocent until proven guilty, there's a cloud. There's too many that came out. Oh, is people starting to think, oh, these women are gathering just to get him out of Houston? That dude's a talent. Why would they want him out of Houston? That's how I'm looking at it. But I'm telling you, it will not be a good move after all that took place in Washington over a decade the scandal, however long that was going on, who knows? But why would you bring him in there? This gentleman had his audacity to ask me that. No. You win and lose with what you got. You draft young. When the opportunity presents itself. You do not mess with Deshaun Watson. That's a done story. I won't believe it. If it happens, I'll back it. I don't may not like it, but I'm a Washington football team fan, and I stand behind Washington. But that's my reason why I think it would be a good move not to bring him in. I'm not looking at his ability. Hell, I'll let y'all do all that because that's at the end of the day what matters is money. And people, can can they make you money? That's all that matters in this world. For me, it's integrity. It's respect. And you, what you went through in Washington, and Rivera's trying to bring this franchise to respectability, I don't think he's going to bring him in. It's Friday. Have a good weekend. Be back on Sunday. Everybody take care. Thank you. Have a great weekend.